Welcome to Comic Hans, a geek podcast for the rest of us. Who are the rest of us? Mm-hmm, the people that don't take this shit that seriously. Talking about on the telephone, man. What the hell? God damn, we know there's a telephone, boy. What the hell they gonna do here? Losing his mind. And I'm reaping all the benefits. Let's not stand on ceremony here. We have blood to spare. You're like some desperate howling demon. You frightened me. Do it again. People have accidents. Frank, what are you saying? I'm saying people have accidents, that's all. Some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill. Welcome to the show. My name is Nick Stevens. I am your host, but in a way, aren't we all? Do you hear what I hear? I'm dreaming of a white Christmas or Hanukkah or even Kwanzaa and maybe anything else in between. And if you don't celebrate, I still wish you a joyous day. Or evening. Okay, I'll stop. But listen here, kids. Merry, happy holidays to all of you, uh, wherever you may be, whatever you might be doing, and however you're managing, still managing to stay entertained and busy uh, in this time of year, but also during these troubling times. And maybe not so troubling times. I mean, after all, I saw the other day somebody was like, oh, sum up uh, 2020 in like one word. And they were like, fucked but then the other guy was like perseverance and i was like well there you go you know we persevere you know we persevere here you know what i mean you know just the other day my wife and i were trying to stay busy by uh you know uh going out on a little midday romp you know i uh, had the day off because i had some appointments and uh baby boy z was with uh, the in-laws you know so we just went out and did a little uh shopping to support our local businesses you know we went to uh, the local comic book store you know and i bought some books you know this time i actually bought some books for z some little kid comics you know those scooby-doo team-ups there's like seven volumes right now it's incredible like plastic man jumps in for, for a good time hal jordan and green arrow join the mystery wagon the mystery wagon i think that's it you know meanwhile fred and daphne are still looking at each other you know like hey should we go should we go and Velma is still maybe sexually ambiguous in terms of her orientation, but I digress. I've seen a lot of cosplay, and it gets me going. Hmm? We uh, also went to the store, uh, a little local store. You know, I try to support local businesses when I can. Um, but this store, and I don't know if it's from the COVID or what, but they had like a backlog of like goods, I guess, and we hadn't really quite realized 
It, never mind the fact that the guy may or may not have had somebody tied up in the back room when he came back down the hall, you know, hobbling towards us, you know, with his long hair and his fingernails that were longer than Dracula's. More on that in a moment. But he did give us some goods as a, as a wholesaler, as a distributor of goods. And uh, we didn't think to check the expiration dates on these goods. I mean, I don't know. You buy chocolates and sweets from this kind of a store, right? But when do you actually buy sweets and, like, look at the package and go... Well, I'm sure it's, you know, I mean, I mean, you, you just assume, right, that it's going to be good, you know. But I should have known something was rotten in Denmark because, like I said, the aforementioned fingernails. These weren't just like nails that, like, got a little long, you know, by the wayside. It wasn't like one long nail to, like, pack the bowl or, like, all of his nails looked as if he had perfectly filed them to points, all of them. And he had the complexion and the hairstyle of a guy who may be not only believes in vampires, but possibly is one. Okay, and I'm just saying, I'm just saying, here's my thing, and I've talked about this before, you know. Can you be a little profesh, especially if you're going to sell me edibles? Can you trim the nails? Can you trim the nails? You know, this goes back to the old comic book store I used to go to. You know, it, it doesn't exist anymore, so I... I would be remiss if I even mentioned the name, but I'm not going to do that. But the guy was always covered in cat hair, like head to toe. And I'm like, you look at the mirror before you leave the house. Can you change the sweater? Or even better, can you just get a lint roller? You know, come on. You're a professional. You got a business. You know, I mean, what if I'm just like, you know, selling lemonades at the lemonade stand, but my dick's hanging out of my pants. I realize it's a bit of a stretch, but you get the point. You know what I'm saying? Bygones be bygones, sure. But what are we negotiating here, you know? I got to look at your nails. And then we get home and all the goods were expired. Every single last one of them. Even the tea had expired, you know? My wife gave me this piece of, like, chocolate. And I, I bit into it. And I was like, this is fucking disgusting. And she thought I was just being picky. So she started eating it. She's like, oh, my God, something's off. And she kept eating it. I'm like, don't, don't continue to eat it. You know, God forbid. Unless it's going to give me some kind of superpower, like superhuman strength or superhuman hearing, or smell, I'll take it. Any enhancements? Sure. But some sickness? My God, I had a bad Wawa sub one time, you know? I'm still not going back. <laughs> Sometimes if the food poisoning is so bad, like, I mean, like, like wretchedly awful to the point where your body hurts the next day from, from retching, you know, from, you know, that's, usually you never go back. You know what I'm saying? Usually, you never go back. Uh, speaking of long fingernails, that low pan from BTILC, you know, that big trouble in little China. <laughs> he was something else, wasn't he? Wasn't he quite a villain? Just the other day, I was looking him up because uh, I was watching that trailer for that new Batman uh, animated movie, the, the Soul of the Dragon or whatever, where Batman's like in the 70s with like Bruce Lee style, you know, and martial arts and... And the wah-wah pedal, down, chicka chicka down, down, chicka chicka down, 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 chicka chicka ooh, you know? And, and uh, I was like, that's fucking James Hong doing the voice of the sensei in the, in, the, in the trailer. And I look him up on IMDb, as one does, and he's got, he's got like over 440 credits to his name on IMDb. Like, the motherfucker is still alive, born in 1929. You do the math, you googs. But just an unstoppable villain. I mean, Lopan was probably one of the greatest villains of all time. And B-T-I-L-C is probably one of the greatest movies of all time. If you don't know, again, you googs. Man, that Wawa pedal, though, in the 70s, when they were doing their jams. I mean, really, who did it better? Seriously. 
Did anybody ever do it better? That like, yeah. That, it was like borderline, borderline porno music back in the day, you know? I don't know if it gets any better than that. I mean, that's kind of more of the jam, you know? Ooh. You can find entire playlists of this online if, if you are so inclined. You can get back into the groove, though. Ooh. That's like the more melodic stuff, like when they're meditating. You know? Ooh. Now we're getting more groovy. But still, that Wawa, I don't know. I don't know who, who, who really did it better. You know what I'm saying? Oh, 70s Kung Fu. I mean, you could walk into any room with this music and everything's going to be fine. Have a lady on each arm, maybe, or not. But by the time you're leaving that room, you're going to have a lady on each arm. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. The only person I can think of right out, off the top of my head who maybe did the Wawa better service than any of these gurus in the 70s would be the one and only Tom Morello, you know. I don't think it gets any better than that. You know, the point is, nobody does it better than Tom Morello. And I know there's a combination of other effects that were infused, but you get the drift. But speaking of nobody does it better... Did anybody do it better than Christopher Nolan? Maybe. Kids, I'm going to say something sacrilegious on this podcast before I get into what I really want to talk about. I don't know if I've loved a Nolan movie since Dark Knight Rises. I don't know. And maybe I'm a simpleton, you know? Again, lasers, tits, robots. <laughs> maybe I'm just a simpleton, you know? And I'm not trying to piss anybody off. There's some... Uh, some Nolan aficionados out there that are like, you know, they're in the fan club. I'm not trying to piss anybody off or burn any bridges here, babies. I'm just saying, I don't know if I've, I've been head over heels since Dark Knight Rises. And while I realize everybody didn't love Dark Knight Rises, not fucking, not fucking, not fucking love Dark Knight Rises. But I didn't love Tenet. I just watched it a couple nights ago. I bought the motherfucker because, again, I'm thinking, like, it's Nolan, right? You know? Yeah, I didn't like Dunkirk. Yeah, I didn't love Interstellar necessarily all the way, the way you love, I don't know, a girlfriend in, like, high school. Like, you think you're in love because it's, like, the first time you've really been in love, kind of, sort of, but, like, you keep going because, like, why not? And all your friends are like, you never hang out anymore. And then the girl's like, well, you hang too much out with your friends. And you're like, hey, man, can I just fucking, like, be me? Can I just live? But you're trying to please everybody, but you don't really don't know how to say no to anybody because you're a pussy. So you're just like, I just want everybody to like me because, again, I'm in high school and, you know, and there's insecurity. So I'm just going to keep going. That's how it is. Interstellar is kind of like that date. Like, man, you were a cock tease. And then I feel like John Cusack in High Fidelity is like, what's the point? It never goes anywhere. Ooh, that was so mean. But it was kind of true. What's the point? It never goes anywhere. Don't you see I'm just like a fucking 50-foot Rodman, yeah, full of hormones, black, red, and yellow, B-side off the Hail Hell single Pearl Jam 1996, if you don't know, you googs. The point is, <laughs> I uh, I bought Tenet and I watched it, and everybody was fine, and everybody was good. 
Pattinson was actually pretty good. It makes me more stoked. The more I see him, I'm the more stoked I am on watching him in a Batman movie as Batman. But, uh, and even um, John David Washington, like, I like him. You know what I'm saying? But I had no idea why he was motivated to do half the shit he was doing. And I had no idea what was going on the entire movie. If I was confused with a little bit of stuff going on in Dunkirk or a little bit of stuff going on anywhere else in film history, like, take any kind of confusion I've ever had from any movie and multiply that by infinity for Tenet. And I talked to my friends, too. Like, I hit up my, some close friends that I know are way smarter than me. And I was like, bro, sis, guy, gal, you know, can you tell me what, what happened? Can, you know that famous 30-second synopsis I like to give people on the show? You know, if you're walking down the street humming Dixie and somebody interrupts you, you know? First of all, they interrupt you because they're like, wait a minute, you weren't humming Dixie. You were humming the RoboCop theme. But then they're like, dude, ma'am, sir, madam, what was Tenet all about? You can't even tell them. You can't tell them what that movie was about. There's no way. I mean, you can say, oh, there's some time travel stuff in there. But what the fuck was going on? I mean, at one point, I liked seeing JDW walk down a kitchen and fuck some motherfuckers up. And at one point, I liked seeing them go after a thing because they had to go to a thing to get a thing and like reverse bungee jump. Cool. Visually, cool, man. I'm in it. I kept watching even though it was kind of a disjointed watch because like I watched before I put my baby boy down and then like I went down in the room, you know, and kind of like lay with him for a little bit. Then he fell asleep. And then I went back into my room and pressed play again. I'm watching on my phone. Maybe not the best movie experience. Somebody might argue, but it is what it is. Proud Papa, we got to do what we got to do in this life. However, again, I'm talking to other people out there and they're like, no, I have no idea what's going on either. <laughs> I have no idea what happened. I don't know, man. I just feel... Like the narrative didn't have to be that convoluted. And again, I had no idea why people were doing what they were. And I really didn't like fucking Kenneth Branagh's villain. He was like, if people, I remember critics were like hounding on Matt Damon's surprise villain in uh, Interstellar because they thought he was too mustache uh, twisting villain, you know? Like he was almost over the top of his villain role. Bullshit. If anybody's over the top with any kind of villain role, it's this fucking guy right here. Sator or whatever. Kenneth Branagh does the Russian accent. And Kenneth Branagh is a good actor. But man, like, he just sucked. <laughs> and I hate to say it, but I think Tenet kind of sucked. I think it just sucked. Um, and I'm not one to, like, be negative. Like, I almost, there's a reason why we have a seven rating, a <laughs> seven-tier rating on this show where we go all through the flavors of positivity, you know? Because I don't like to be that guy that gets on a mic and says, hey, by the way, I'm a jackass. And uh, I suck dick for a living. And when I'm not sucking dick for a living, I'm going to talk about a movie, something that somebody else built and crafted with their hands with a lot of other people and put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into it, and I'm going to rip it apart. I don't do that on this show, but this movie was kind of, I don't know, it was kind of a letdown. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, maybe I'm just talking about it because it makes me kind of sad on the inside because, I mean, I loved all this other guy's stuff. But then that also kind of made me realize maybe I'm just not the audience for that, you know? I mean, that doesn't have to be for me. Maybe it wasn't meant for me to begin with. Sometimes my wife will come in and just grab uh, some fruit snacks. And then she'll close the door. You know, does that have anything to do with Tenet? No, but it's just, it's life, you know? And yeah, we keep the fruit snacks out in the garage. <laughs> we keep all the snacks out in the garage. 
and all the toys too. I mean, I just rewatched Batman Returns. Yes, I watch it every year around Christmas. Yes, I think it's a Christmas movie. Yes, I think it's one of the greatest Christmas movies. And yes, it's in my top 10 movies of all time. Greatest, that is. Man, I just rewatched it and it's just so fun. It's so operatic. It's so over the top and yet poignant. And I shared my favorite scene again, you know, where the Batman's confronting, you know, Penguin for the first time in Gotham in the, in the midst of everything going on. And just that scene and, and Keaton's voice, you know, is so good. You're not the mayor. Things change, you know? You don't really think you'll win, do you? Things change. You know, like his voice was just, he was so effortless with it, you know? And it's such a good movie. And yeah, of course, it brings up the nostalgies. But it's more than that. It's survived so well. Fuck all these haters out there that, that hate on the 89, you know, after the dust settled. Or hate on, the, hate on the returns after the dust settled with that. Fuck all those guys and gals, respectively. Because <laughs> those movies are still tits. And I mean that in the highest form of praise, not the literal nomenclature. But what I really wanted to talk about was some Mandalorian. So I'm going to give my friend a call here. And maybe you've heard of him. Maybe you haven't. I don't know. Let's give him a call. Let's see what he's doing. Maybe he'll answer. Maybe he won't. But I feel like somebody, somebody out there has to talk with me about the Mandalorian season finale. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. There we go. <laughs> How you doing, man? Just uh, dropping off my first gift. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. My child. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> what's What's your second gift? Uh, probably gonna drop this nut tonight. Oh. <laughs> 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 um. <laughs> The gift that keeps coming. The gift that keeps coming. No pun intended, right? That sounds that sound like a good like a good Christmas horror flick. It does. It really does. Or at least a Christmas horror. Who knows? The gift that keeps coming. <laughs> and it won't stop coming. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny you say that because I was thinking you're the gift that keeps coming in my I ears. coming back for more. Yeah. And I love it. And uh, hey, uh, I mean, all pimps love uh, when when their hookers come back. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Hey, you know, and and what better way to segue into our into our holiday episode here? Oh no! I did a little rant at the top of the show talking about some other stuff, but I just had to call you because I wouldn't feel right ranting about Mandalorian season finale without having you your voice grace the airwaves. Oh, thanks for thinking of me on the holidays. Yeah. During the holidays. Yeah. <laughs> always. Always, brother. Because hmm. I know you usually come by the shelter to visit me uh, <laughs> when, around this time. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I usually try to bring you a ham, a ham soup, you know, ham and bean soup. I mean, I mean, I mean those socks last year that you brought by the home, you know. <laughs> what? Why? Why are you in the home? Why can't? Why can't you just be like, you know, just down and out, you know, hanging out at Nate's in the pool hall? I mean, I mean, I mean, the, the choices we make in life, Nick. That's that, that's what brought me to this uh, to this home. That's if, okay. if you need to know. You know. Okay. Right. You know. Right. Right. And then the people that don't know us are just going to think that I'm a horrible human being because I'm laughing. <laughs> you know. 
Instead of seeking revenge for my parents' death, I just went on about my life. And by going on about your life, you made a couple of choice turns and then ended up where you are. That's okay. Nothing wrong with that. You can always come back, you know? Yeah. Hey, look, a wise man once said, if it'll take me a couple miles down the road, I'll take a shot in the mouth. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, you know, we do what we got to do, you know? I've tried at least everything I can think of once, you know, once. Oh, at least once? Everything that you can think of? Almost everything, you know? Oh, wow. You know? I'm not one to turn things down, you know? Mm. I have a problem saying no. (laughs) Merry Christmas, Bedford Falls. What a way to bring in Christmas. What a way to... Yeah, you know? Hey, some... Sometimes my condition is a condition, you know? There we go. You go. You, you, like, you like reciting that, that black star for some reason. You like it. It's kind of... It's, it's, like, it's, it's like it's embedded in your, in your, in your code now. It is. It's, it's in my codex. It's in my codex. Oh. Oh, <laughs> uh, we don't need you allowed to extract that. You know that. That black star is kind of like, it's part of my life force along with the Pearl Jam. It's like, it's definitely embedded in there. Like, as I listen to it, you know when you listen to an album for like a whole straight summer in your youth and you just never forget a dime? Like, you, like you, I just can't. Like, I just, man, it's it's in there. I guess, uh, no, you're right. I guess because I was just going through some of my DMX stuff because I know it was his uh, birthday either yesterday or today. Oh, but man. I, like, like, like you said, I went through like all of his albums like during the summer in my youth, and I go back to them maybe at least once every two months. Yeah, absolutely. You just you can't help it. It's just it's part of it's yeah. part of like it's part of your codex now. You know. Yeah, yeah it's in me. It's in me. Earl Simmons is in me. <laughs> hey, they don't know who we be. Kind of, it's still kind of a philosophy that I have to live strictly by. In fact, I think it's a, a philosophy you and I both live by on this podcast because. The moon base, they definitely don't know who we be. No, they don't. No, they don't. <laughs> they do not. I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that people think that we're former, uh, you know, uh, porn executives that just got into uh, sci-fi, you know, comics and all that stuff. But I mean, I, I just don't know. We're just uh, Joe regulars. Right, just re- Joe regulars, regular Joes. Just regular Joes. Just a couple without little guys the without the hose. <laughs> and a ho ho to you. And a ho 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 to all of yous. I know you're driving, but can you like, what the fuck? Like, I don't even know where to begin. Like, The Mandalorian, is it the greatest show of all time right now or what? I mean, <laughs> I mean... I mean, if, if to me, if we just if we just stick in that that Star Wars universe, it's the best thing to happen to Star Wars since Star Wars happened. <laughs> like since since the originals, or just since anything. I'm, ta- I'm talking about since fucking 1977. This, this is the best thing to happen, <laughs> Star Wars since. <laughs> That episode just—I don't know. I mean, you—you you have to tell me what you uh, like your take on it because I just feel like that is what we needed back in what twenty. When did Force Awakens come out? 
2015, I think. 15. That is, that's what we needed right there. You know, that's a good point. I think, um, like for me, you know, you know, I like a good pacing, right? And yeah. uh, one of the things I love about the Mando show, even the first season, I thought it was really well paced. It's like some episodes are about an, almost an hour. Some episodes are only 30 minutes. They don't fuck around. They don't do the, the hour and a half long Netflix episodes where we're fucking dragging, you know, yeah. you're fucking trying to watch Luke Cage uh, win a pinball match. And then you're watching a, a fucking uh, a boardroom meeting in the fucking Iron Fist. <laughs> Like, yeah, it's, 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 it's not a lot of fluff with Mando. Not no, a lot of fluff. no fluff. It's all straight to the point. Here's some shit that happens. Here's where I got to go. Oh, snap. This is the reveal. Here's a side character. Here's a deep cut reference. Here's a reference for people that aren't initiated as much, like myself. Um, and it's it's just solid writing all the way around. And uh, so I knew, like, I kind of knew we were going to get Ahsoka, you know, from just following shit online. But I had no idea that the season finale was going to throw Luke in the mix. I was—I don't know why I didn't think it was going to go that route, but I just didn't... I, I wouldn't have pictured that in a million fucking parsecs. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I didn't, I, I didn't think we'll actually see Luke. I thought we'll at least get that reference. Like, there is that one Jedi, you know, from the, uh, that, you know, took down the Empire. But other than that, I didn't think we were actually going to see... Uh, a uh, Luke Skywalker. I thought we were going to see that that the uh, the one Jedi from uh, Rebels and maybe his uh, mentor. I can't think of the name oh. right now, but Ezra. 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 I we Ezra. Would see Ezra. But I, I never in a million years would have thought I would have seen a Rogue One Luke Skywalker. It was a good play, man. Like everybody was buzzing that it was going to be Ezra and they were going to tie it to rebels. And I'm kind of glad they just went, no, we're going to, we're going to go OG with this. We're just going to go. Cause everybody is going to know this motherfucker when he shows up in that black glove and that green saber, yeah. you know? And when, Yo- I, I guess he answered Yoda's text <laughs> and, <laughs> and fuck. <laughs> I mean, he's not Yoda, but Grogu, sorry. You know, Grogu, yeah, Grogu. I, got, I, I mean, I, I have to come to terms that that's that motherfucker's name. Bro. I know. Me too. Me too. But, but uh, so, so let me ask you this. So once you saw that X-Wing, where are, I, I need to know physically, where did the goosebumps happen and how much nut was dripping down your leg at that point? <laughs> the goosebumps didn't even happen until I saw the glove. Because when the X-Men oh. came in, I was like, okay. And then I saw the robe, and I was like, all right. Because it could, at that point, I was like, it could still be anybody. Even, you know? wait, 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 wait. Even, so, you, okay. Even when you saw that X-Wing coming in, and you saw the predicament that they were in. Mm-hmm. They had the whole fucking yes. Iron Men, the dark, troop, the dark Troopers were coming in. They were pinned to the back. Like, you knew somebody was coming, right? Yeah, but see, I'm like, so I'm like... I hearken back to like other episodes, right? So there was this shadowy figure that appeared on that weird, like, you know, the, you know, the planet where like he dropped his ship in the water and then the, and the, and the, yeah. it's a trap people with the cable knit sweaters were hanging out. But wasn't that, wasn't that one of the Mandalorians that we found out? See, I didn't think that. Uh, it was a good looking one. Oh, it was? See, I thought, I thought because of the robe and everything, I thought that might have been a callback to like one of the old Jedis or some shit, oh, like watching okay. them. So my mind like immediately goes, oh, I wonder if it's like a, a Jedi we haven't even seen yet, or maybe one they might have referenced earlier, you know? And they're just okay. using an X-wing because you know it's the New Republic. But then I saw that fucking glove and this and the saber, 
And I just start, I just start, I mean, I mean, everything's already nutting down my leg and it's already drying up and getting crusty and I got to, you know, oh, get it was up. already dry. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, it was it's so fast. Like, I, like once I saw the X-Wing, the Goosebumps, I'm, now I'm going to go back to what, you know, physically and all that other stuff. When I saw the X-Wing, the Goosebumps started creeping through the crack of my ass on that point. <laughs> like, I knew he was coming. I knew he was coming. And, and once, once that motherfucking landed, I saw that roll and that, that lightsaber come out, that green shit. That's when I started crying and coming at the same time. Oh, and man. And it happened uh, since my last wedding night. So oh, man. It was, it was a good time. It was a good time for me. Like, for real, for real, like, it was just, uh, it was almost tears coming out of my eyes. See, I... I'm so glad that this happened. <laughs> I didn't start actually screaming from the orgasm until he did a straight-up Vader move and crushed one of those dark troopers, like, with the force. Like when he did right. that, that's when I was like, that's when I was actually like screaming in my pillow, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. hugging, the, like when you're biting the pillow, you know what I'm saying? Because you don't want to wake up yeah, yeah. the roommate, yeah. you know? Like yeah, like like when the, when the man is you know pushing your face <laughs> in that pillow so hard, you know, yeah. He says, "Take it, take it. This is your first night in jail. Right. We're gonna show you how it's done." <laughs> exactly. That's right. That's what it was like for me. The tears, the only tears that happened was that proud Papa moment when okay. Pascal took that helmet off. And I'm I'm not even fucking around. Like this is like real tears, like real man, like real man tears came out and I did the you know, when mm-hmm. little Grogu put his little hand up on Pascal's face and you saw his reaction. Like that shit fucked me up. That <laughs> that turned me into a little bitch. I was crying like a motherfucker. But I, I get that, but I think it, uh, for me, at that point, I, I could give a fuck less about that kid and, and Pascal at that point. <laughs> I, was just, I, was just, I was so glad to fucking see Luke Skywalker. I know, I know. Because this is the first time that we've ever seen Luke Skywalker after Return of the Jedi. Right, and, it, and, like, he, and he actually did some shit. He actually did some cool shit. And he actually did some shit. Like, he's, <laughs> he's full-on Jedi Knight. Yeah, he's in his prime because it's, after, it's after Jedi, but it's before Force Awakens. Right. So he's like, he's in his prime. He's like, I've already, I've already crushed another Death Star and come to terms with my dad. So <laughs> he came to terms with it. You know, if if you had, if you like, the only thing I would, I would have preferred a more weathered, like, a, just a more weathered Luke Skywalker. That, yeah. Like, that that look, that's still that's straight return. That, that, yeah. That's just saying he didn't he didn't take no time off. No time off. Yeah, he just went straight on. But if if he had came back with a little maybe some maybe some like some uh, shadow star, you know, de- like type hair mullet, something happened, and maybe yeah. a scar on his face or something, you know, that would that would have that would have you know maybe 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 come one more time, just just one more, just a more weathered Luke Skywalker. But everything maybe, else was perfect. Maybe just a five o'clock shadow, you know, just a five o'clock shadow. <laughs> yeah, it's something. You know, because uh, yeah. that because that was one thing I kept seeing across the internet where people were a little upset with the CG. Um, they thought it was like too it wasn't good enough or it was it was too obviously CG. I don't know. I don't really give a fuck I mean, either way. But it, it, I mean, it wasn't CG was good enough for me. It, it wasn't no fucking Justice League Hank. Right. You know, <laughs> it wasn't that bad. Right. Right. Um, it wasn't Mike. It I wasn't did, Michael I, Douglas and Ant Man, though. Right. Right. 
I could, but I, I couldn't really tell. Like, I don't know if they did something with uh, Hamill's voice. Like, they made, they even made his voice go back those years, though. But I know. Hamill now? No, I didn't even, I'll be honest, I didn't even recognize it as Hamill. Like, I was like, I wonder if it was a different guy, because I didn't even recognize his voice. Yeah, I, I, I stuck around for the credits. I was like, that can't be him. Um... Dude, I even I even geeked out hard when R two D two came in and was actually like, oh man. To me, R two D two is like you know because he wasn't really R two D two in the new movies, you know what I mean? Nope. He was he was like R two D two coming out of a coma, you know, and uh, yeah. huh. and so seeing him get all siced and and stoked with uh, Grogu and having their little interaction like that warmed my heart and that was I, I was geeking out. I was like hell yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, other than that, I, I, um, yeah, Mando. Uh, Mando is hopefully just the beginning of things. Yes. Yeah. Before I ask you about your theories, because I know you got some theories, how badass was that when he impaled that fucking dark trooper with the best car spear? That was um, I, it took it took a little long for 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 him to to pull that fucking spear out. I know. Like he was just <laughs> yeah, like he was just holding it in the back, you know, waiting for it to prime up. I guess. I mean, I I love seeing I love seeing a guy get his ass handed to him like John McClane style. You know what I'm saying? Like he was getting his ass handed to him, but he kept getting up. And when the motherfucker keeps getting up like Last Samurai style, I'm in it. You know what I'm saying? And he kept getting up, and that's what made it for me, man. And then he finally, oh, dude, I loved that shit. I mean, he didn't. I, I don't. I, I think Mando. Uh, he took some good hits from uh, from Moss, but I mean, I don't. I don't know if he got really beat that bad. That yeah. armor he has—it's something else. It is something else. Yeah. Especially to go toe to toe with the dark trooper, you know what I mean? Right. With with basic, they, basically they, a T eight hundred. They were about to bust through that wall. <laughs> and Luke just went through him like butter, man. Like they were Straight nothing. <laughs> like they were nothing. Straight, uh, they were just straight country crop. Because I mean, it, even during—I mean, they're basically just the droids. That we saw from Clone Wars, and the way the Jedi took care of those droids during the Clone Wars, I mean, they, you know, it's about the same. Yeah, I remember they were, I remember they were pretty hard to fuck up in uh, in the Dark Forces uh, computer game that I used to play back in the early nineties. <laughs> when you'd see those things come around the corner, you knew you were fucked. You had to like, you had to put the code in. The, uh, the, only, the only droids that I can that I know that give Jedi. You know, any problems are the ones that come with their own uh, shields. You know, because they gotta throw the they gotta throw the little bomb under the under the ass of the robot to break them off. But yeah, other than that, a Jedi a Jedi versus a droid, it's it's hands down. You know, you already know how that's gonna end. That's also true. Yeah. Do you think they wasted Giancarlo in the series? Do you think he was utilized enough, or do you think? I mean, because you got to figure they. Everybody got a little bit of camera time, and there were a lot of characters towards the end of this one versus the first one. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I saw that as like a. I saw that online too. They were critiquing that too. Like, oh man, they wasted him. Like, they just kind of. We barely saw him. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, what other role does he play aside from just being an imperial, like. Dickhead. Commander. <laughs> yeah, an imperial dickhead with, with the fucking dark saber. Other than that. I mean, he's not, you know, he's not pushing any more mess or anything like that. So, <laughs> but hey, what, 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 what if Moss, 
was pushing some meth. <laughs> 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 <It's tall. laughs> oh man, I like oh. I like how they get I like how they gave him a a, a cape, and uh, and they gave uh, him like a fake ass Darth Vader costume. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because I was wondering why why did he need the whole you know uh, <laughs> the, the breathing apparatus. You know, I, I didn't get that either. It's funny how these villains like try to mimic Vader, don't they? They almost try to copy him in a lot of ways. Cause I mean, you got to think about it. I mean, Vader was so perfect, right? You know, when when they came up with that concept back in the back in the seventies and stuff, and the the mythology that that followed after that just increased more because you know you read the comics and you read some of the novels, you just know that Vader broke off everybody after he turned to the dark side. Everybody. Yeah. Where do you think they're going to go from here? I mean, we saw the post credit scene with fucking Bubba Fett sitting on the throne. Bib Fortuna, fucking rest in peace, goddamn. Mm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Bring him back for one for five minutes. <laughs> Don't you get that? Uh, I guess you, you'll get that, that battle for that dark saber, right? You got to go, go with that. Yeah, I'm hoping we see some of that. I really am. I'm hoping we see... I mean, I guess he's going to help Bo-Katan get her planet back or get Mandalore back. And it'll be interesting to see what happens with that shit. But I mean, do you think we're going to see Grogu again? I mean... I mean... I mean, I mean shit, you, you, we have to. I mean, that's the franchise right there. It is. I, I believe... <laughs> that's the merchandise. It's a co-franchise. Co I mean, you, you need Mando, but then you need that little motherfucker too. Yeah, you got to keep selling those pillows. Yeah, you gotta keep showing them. Gotta keep showing them. <laughs> At least you want to see. I don't think we need to see after this point. I think, I think you can leave Luke alone, and you can just like get in touch with Grogu. You know, call him, collect, see how he's doing <laughs> at the new academy. There's so many places they could go with it because we haven't explored any of this before. You know, nope. they've only explored like during, before, and far, far after. So no one's. No one's done any of the in between. Like the, it's basically thirty years of. I mean, I, I know they. I know they did books and comics and shit, but I mean, in terms of adapting to the screen, like no one's done shit. So, I mean, the, the, those those are the main theories I've been seeing. I think that everybody's thinking that we're just going to lead on into uh, the first order, the forming of the first order with uh, Mandalorian. Yeah, and do you think that was Snoke being cloned with his with his uh? His met his M count in those tanks. It looked like it looked that, it looked like a bunch of failed Snokes, like Snokes that just had been aborted. I mean, yeah, I, yeah that would make sense, wouldn't it? Yeah, and maybe that's that why he's so sense. fucked up looking. <laughs> oh, that's some fucking dark shit too, if you think about it. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm fucking. I mean, I I even had goosebumps just watching Fennec. That fucking beautiful Ming Na Wen, who's weathered ever so well, just taking a swig off that blue drink, sitting on that throne next to Bubba Fett. I mean, I just got, I just, I could watch. I mean, that whole that duo right there, that duo is, is that's a hell of a duo. Like that, that Ming Na and, and uh, Gina Carano. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, she uh, Ming Na Wen, she has, she doesn't age for shit, boy. Dude, she looks good. She looks real good. And she's got this like sultriness. She always has. Even on Shield, got, you know, rest in peace, Shield. Uh she She even had it going on that show. She did. Cause she was 
badass on that show. Yeah, she was. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm stoked. I'm stoked for all of it. I just um, I had to have I had to have you weigh in on that, you know, because, I mean, what a hell of a way to. F- I mean, John Favreau and David Fil- Dave Filoni, man, Jesus. Just give them the keys and just let them do whatever the fuck they want. I'm surprised I'm not, not a lot of that. Well, I guess they just wasn't involved in the concept when it came to that Force Awakens stuff. No, they weren't. Like, it, just, it just would have made sense. It just would have made sense. I, it makes me wonder what we could have seen. I mean, I actually really liked Force Awakens, you know, in a lot of ways. Um, and I like what JJ did with that first one. It makes me wonder what we could have seen had they hired the Filoni and, and, and Favreau team on all three of those new ones. You know what I'm saying? Like, because Favreau don't fuck around, you know? It's just different storytelling. I feel like they did a disservice by having J.J. jump right from Star Trek to Star Wars. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like he was taking, it was probably too much. And the pressure was, I mean, you already had to reinvigorate Star Trek, you know? And now you got now you ask me to reinvigorate Star Wars? Like, I mean, I think any man would crack under that pressure, even if he was biting his pillow. <laughs> I don't know. Like, like it's just, it, uh, the direction they went, you know, I don't know. I, I forget what do they call the movie? Is it the Skywalker saga? Yeah, right? I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. So the whole Skywalker saga, the whole concept, it just it could have went so many different ways. And after you, after watching the Lorian, you see what what the possibilities could be if you just take the pulse, pulse. read the pulse. the pulse. Well, I won't. Uh, I won't take up too much more of your time. I know you're on the road. I know you're heading to your next uh, your next rendezvous with with some sailors, and and I don't I don't want to I don't want to take any money out of your pocket. So, you know, from one one shelter to the next. <laughs> um, but before before you go, <laughs> because I know you're not going to the shelter, okay. If if man, my man, like if you were really going to a shelter, Comic Con's he's listening, he would have he'd be sleeping at this crib right here, okay? All right, you'd be at, you'd be at my crib if before you come to a shelter, motherfucker. Oh man! And then we'd be doing the uh, podcast every night. Yeah, we, yeah, you just hold me hostage. Yeah, <laughs> in the garage. Every night in the garage. Every night in the garage. But Nick, like for Nick, I. I, I I can't weigh in on any more stuff. Give me what you want. I got nothing else. I don't have anything to weigh in on, Nick. I don't have anything else. That's really how he feels, kids, when I call him all the time. He's like, Nick, I don't... No more. I don't no know what more I'm cards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what I want you to do for me here is uh, <laughs> take your pants off one leg at a time. Now, flip over the back of that card and tell me what it says. <laughs> Uh, you know what I want you to do, big mouse. <laughs> Bring out the gimp. Could you, um, I don't know if you have it in you, but could you, uh, could you give me a, uh, I don't know, could you give me your best Bane impression of just saying, wishing, a, wishing all the Kamikazes a merry, a merry Christmas or happy holidays? I don't know how PC we want to be. I mean, how can I do it? Ah, uh, let's see. I've been thinking about it all day. What I could say <laughs> in, 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 in my bane. 
I mean, yours is so I, good. I, I, haven't you seen uh, Nolan? Uh, Nolan said the other day that he feels like Tom Hardy's veins should be getting more, you know, credit nowadays. Dude, I almost sent that shit to you because you. <laughs> You are like the number one supporter of his performance. And it is a phenomenal performance. I, I agree. Right. And I, I think it is underrated and I totally agree. But I know that you've always said that from day one. You were like, that motherfucker's performance was fucking uncanny and, and people need to realize that. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm it's with just, you. Uh, it was different. Like, like I had my, you know, my, my skepticism about it back when it first came out. I'm like, ah, this fucker, you know, he's not fucking... Uh, you know, Latin in any way. Like, this ain't no fucking, you know, Latin guy. He don't have the mask here. But after going through it another hundred times, you know, <laughs> you, begin, you begin to love that, that Tom Hardy, that Tom Hardiness that he gave to Bane. You do, man. You really do. Uh, happy holidays in, in a Bane voice. Oh, yes. I was wondering what I would wish first. A Merry Christmas? Oh, happy New Year! <laughs> <laughs> he would go up with that choice, like if he had to read that. Yeah, he would go. He would go. He would go. Oh, happy New Year! Right. Oh he, yeah, he buddy. Kinda, you know, when he was picking Bruce up and about to break that back, he kind of, you know, he kind of struggled a little bit. He was, he was he tired did. at that point. He did, and that's what was so great about it. He's like. Oh, your body. Because he was like, oh, oh yeah, this motherfucker is kind of heavy now that I've lifted him up a couple times. I got I to gotta, I gotta go through it again. I got to go through that uh, rises one more time. Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. It's, 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 I pick my parts. I, I really don't go through the whole movie. I just, I do the airplane. I go in the sewer. And uh, I think I, I also do the bank. I do the, uh, the stock exchange. Oh, too. of course. It's time to go yeah. mobile. Time to go mobile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my man. Well, we're coming up on 300 episodes. So when we hit the, you got to do number 300 with me for sure. And that's going to be like. Oh, 300. Oh, yeah. man. 300 episodes is coming up soon. Like four more away. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Man. Might, might have to do a visit on that one. I don't know. I don't well, know. Go to 300. Go to yeah. 300. Yeah. Kamikaze 300. Can you believe? Can you believe that that uh, that we've that, that there's been 300 episodes of this bullshit? Uh, uh, straight bullshit. <laughs> oh man! Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah, man. That's it's fucking... a lot. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and the power of Christ keeps compelling me. You know, I don't know what. <laughs> fucking dousing holy water on this fucking crazy person inside me and uh mm. you know max von siddow's pulling out the cross every time every chance he gets <laughs> you know and i just can't does stop it burn, does it burn when you hold it <laughs> it burns us it burns us it burn. what's Taylor's precious <laughs> just a hype on that lord of the rings he he called uh him precious yeah didn't he, he called yeah. uh yeah, I'm glad you know the exact part I'm talking yeah. about. Potatoes. <laughs> you can't go wrong with it. You can't go wrong with it. That Andy Circus man. 
He's a national treasure. If only, if only they'd let me do some voice work for some characters, you know? But I'd only, I'd only know two voices, my Al Pacino and then my fucking love, you know? That's, that's it. That's all I got. Yeah, you, got a, you got a good Pacino and you got a good Keaton. Oh, there you go. Thanks, man. Hey, that's all you need yeah. is a good Keaton. I rewatched Batman Returns the other night, and goddamn, is it great! It's always a great holiday movie. It puts it's you. It's a good time to watch it. Good time to watch it. Puts you in the mood, you know. Mm-hmm. When you're not looking at Diamond Jackson. Hmm. What? Diamond Jackson. <laughs> yeah, lately it's been lately it's been a Diamond Jackson kind of month. I don't know why. I just keep going back oh, to her. Wow. I keep going back to her. You, you you like that production. You like you like I do. the glitz and glamour. I like the glitz and the glamour and I like how she kind of gets mean, you know? She gets real oh. mean with it, you know? Uh. Oh man, the glitz and glamour. I, I, I'll take a dressing room closet any day. <laughs> we know. It always comes back to this. <laughs> Everybody if that that doesn't know already definitely knows by now our differences on that <laughs> on our taste. Like, you're, you're, you're Drew Barrymore, and I'm, uh, what's her name that was on the other side of Two Face? <laughs> you're Debbie Mazar. <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of, which is kind of <laughs> fucked up because I've always pined for Debbie Mazar ever since that movie. Like, I had the poster, and I, I really liked her. But you're absolutely right. I guess I am the glitz. I'm the Drew, I'm the Drew Barrymore from Scandinavia, and you're you're Debbie Mazar. You're Ray, you're Ray Liotta's side piece in Goodfellas. <laughs> oh, goodness. Hey, thanks for uh, thanks for jumping on the the show right quick, and uh, you know, getting some share, spreading some Mando love on my Wonder Bread. Oh, I had to, I had to, man, I had to, man. It just when two men can get together about how they cried about seeing uh a young man pull out a lightsaber. It's, it's special. <laughs> Everybody's been crying. <laughs> and it's all men. It's all men like in their mid to late 30s. Yeah, it, it's everybody like us. <laughs> like either mid 30s all the way up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, 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 haven't, I haven't heard like not one teenager talk about this fucking show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you set up a uh, little Mando in your home yet or is he still in the box chilling? He is, he is right beside where he, where he belongs, right next to Grogu. Fantastic. Well, send me a picture and then uh, go ahead and... I'm going to send you a picture tonight, yeah. Yeah, and then send me another picture of your... Of your, of your <laughs> huh? Okay, we'll do. We'll do. <laughs> but put the Mando helmet on the head, all right? <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I'll tape on the, the, the spear on yeah, the side. Yeah, no, the shaft. put that in your <laughs> right there. Oh, man. <laughs> What kind of a show is this? <laughs> Who listens to this shit? Uh, when in Rome. When in Rome. It's Christmas Eve in the drunk tank. No man said to me. Won't see another one And then he sang a song Railroad Mountain Dew I turned my face away 
about you Got on a lucky one Came in 18 to 1 I had a feeling That year was for me and you Said happy Christmas I love you baby Can't see a better time When all our dreams came true They've got cars big as bars, they've got rivers of gold But the wind blows right through you, it's no place for the old When I first took your hand, all your fingers were blue I promised you Broadway was waiting for you I was handsome, you're pretty, queen of New York City When the blind finished playing, they held out more Natural was singing, all the drunks they were singing. We kissed on a corner, they danced through the night, and the boys of the NYPD choir were singing Galway Bay, and the bells were ringing out for Christmas Day. The apartment was cluttered and it smelled like the gutter Where my sandwiches promises lay with the trash Every cold dreary night we'd end up in a fight And I'd pay as you listen to the train rattle past And the boys of the NYPD choir still singing Galway Bay And the bells were ringing out for Christmas Day I could have been someone Said so could anyone And I took your dreams from you When you first found me I kept them with me, babe I put them with my own Can't make it all alone I've built my dreams around you It's Christmas Eve again In the drunk tank I'm an old man now Won't see another one So I'll sing a song and sleep when I am through A dream of another